Season four of The Protectors. Excellent guest today. Absolutely excellent. I met Allison years ago through law enforcement today, and I've just been picking up on her career and following her and seeing her going from the inception of the PR world into becoming like basically a media star. I'm going to throw right out there. Allison is a media star. You can see her almost daily. Oh, there we go. Almost daily getting rings and pings. But yeah, almost daily on Newsmax. Allison, welcome to the show. And let's turn off those notifications. I was just about to go into how professional you are. <laughs> in my kitchen with like, you know, five million drink water and tea. Yes, I'm very professional today. <laughs> now, when you have kids, there's water everywhere. But that's, yeah. you know what? This is absolutely perfect. Because here's the deal. You are on major news. You are here and there. You're all over the place. But it shows that you can do promote yourself from anywhere, whether it's from your mobile phone, from your kitchen, for everywhere. And that's one thing we're going to jump into today is your book, Breaking the News, Build Buzz for Your Brand, because this is the one I'm going to recommend everybody because I get these questions all the time. Let's get that view of who is Allison? Who are you? Ah, ah that's a good question. How much time do you have? No. <laughs> I've got seven minutes and I'll just Okay. Kidding. Uh, I can do it in three. No, I'm just joking. So I, I, yeah, I'm a single mom. I have three kids, um, three girls. I was a local TV news reporter for years. I got out of the business because I didn't want to work Christmas and stand out in the snow at two in the morning. Went and worked for a marketing firm to get my feet wet. I woke up one day and said, I'm going to start my own PR company. That was about eight years ago. And um, through the good advice of Kyle Reyes, who told me, you got to get yourself out there. You got to start writing blogs, doing video blogs. And I started doing that and then just started getting local press. And uh, I had always wanted to be a network news anchor, but I thought, you know, my time had passed. I went a different route and I started pitching myself along with my clients and I became a contributor for Newsmax. And then they asked me to launch a couple shows. And then I wrote a book and I am now anchoring the weekend show on Newsmax. So I'm not sure how this all happened, but it's been a crazy ride. And I think, you know, I tell everyone right in life, like you, you want to be where you want to be at that time. And you get upset if you're not, you know, doing that specific job, but who knows what can happen in 10, 15 years, you may actually be doing that and everything you do leading up to that is, is your purpose, right? So that's me in a nutshell. <laughs> that is an excellent nutshell. That it is because one thing you said you wrote a book, and the thing about your book, it's different. It's not the typical memoir type book. Mm -hmm. It's not the typical, hey, you know what? This is how great I am. It's basically a blueprint on building your brand, on building your buzz, and getting people to understand who you are and how to get yourself out there. Because the reality of the world is this. You're not going to end up on the the news nations, the news maxes, the Fox News, the CNNs, the MSNBCs, unless you build your brand and your expertise. So let's get into you know the difference. What is public relations for one? So public relations is a way that you can essentially get free media. So it's really if you have a company that it's PR for your company, but it's also PR for the business owner for your brand. And it is anything from whether you're a small business to that you're a CEO of a large corporation. 
it's your image. It's essentially your image that the public sees. And it's so different now because of social media. You know, before, if you got on the local news or in the newspaper, people would see it, they would talk about it, and it would kind of go away. People would forget about it. And you didn't really have that, right? We, we, maybe we would tape them on VHS tapes or DVRs. But now with social media, if you're on the local news or you're on you know, CNN or whatever, now you have a clip, a news clip that you can put on every social media platform. You put it on your website. It's reshared. Maybe the reporter is resharing or retweeting it. So it has, as we call them, the business legs. Like You can get so much out of one media placement. And it makes you an expert, right? You may not be any better than your competition, but if you're on the news and you're quoted and you're on podcasts and people start researching you, they're probably going to choose to do business with you or buy your product because you seem to know everything. You're everywhere. So it's that perception. Well, that's the thing about PR too, is you mentioned for companies, but you know, in this world, in this realm, you are your own PR ambassador. You don't necessarily need to go hire someone. Sometimes it's a very good idea to hire someone, especially if you don't have that expertise, and especially if you don't have that focus. I mean, this book is great for both if you want, you're just learning and you're, you're building it. But if you want to jump right into it and you want to promote your company or your brand, that's like a fledging business or anything, you really do need PR. You do. And this book is really for, you know, the startups or they're for somebody that just wants to, you know, dive into and start building their own brand. Maybe they don't have the money for an agency or maybe you had to cut back or maybe you're starting from scratch. This is the, the I basically it's like the 101 book of how to do how to start building your brand on social media, how to get local press how to then move on to national press and what do you do with it? How do you prepare for it? So it's just a guide. It's super short and it's for people that essentially, you know, have never done any PR before, or maybe you've done a little and it's a quick read from what I'm told and it's pretty easy to read. So that's my goal because I want to help people learn how to do it themselves if they can't get an agency or if they're not there yet. Yeah. Some of the agencies can be upwards of, you know, thousands of thousands of dollars a month. And if you are a small business or you are someone that's trying to break out with your own brand, whether that's like, you, we know we have the 2A community. We know we have prior military who want to get into like, you know, prepping or anything. I know there's small businesses or anything out there, out there like that. You have to build the right brand. You have to be an expert in your field. And sometimes you're just kind of like you're following other people on social media and you're you're copying what they're doing. But one thing I got out about reading your book is planning, understanding what your expertise is and really going for it. Yeah, you, it's the plan, right? Just like anything in the military, in a business, you have to have a plan and a strategy. And it doesn't have to be some elaborate plan, right? It can just be the next couple of months. It could be a three to six month plan and just write down what what is your expertise? What can you talk about? What is no one else doing? Like you do want to look at your competition and see what they're doing, but think outside the box and you have to just kind of carve a place for you so you can separate yourself. And believe it or not, a lot of people aren't really pitching themselves and they're not in the industry where you turn on the news, your local news or whatever, and you see the same people they're interviewing, right? It's the same experts. One of the reasons is that because if you do a good job, the media is going to come back to you. So if you get that one interview and, and you do a good job, they're going to call you back. So it's just the initial hard work. And then they're calling you, which is exactly what you want. So it, it's just it's once you get your foot in the door, it's so easy after that. No, it is when you become a known quantity and you're professional when you do it. Obviously, you're going to have the jitters. 
getting in front of the camera and and you're going someone told me when i first did the media get your, get everything you want out really quick cuz they're going to cut you off so i had like my bullet points prepared i'm 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 in it the night before i'm all nervous i'm going crazy it was the most nerve-wracking experience mm -hmm. and i'm like when i got out there i tried to get as much as i possibly could and then i'm like then i had extra time yeah the thing is yeah go ahead now so. yeah no it's it it's such a it's difficult, right? The, the first time you do it. And I always tell people, just pretend like you, pretend you're having a conversation with one of your friends and somebody's just asking you questions. Cause I think we get so caught up with our talking points and making sure, okay, I've got to memorize this and I have to say that. So it's important to write things down and know what you want to talk about. But just, I always, so one of the producers always said to me when we were interviewing people, but this goes for people who are being interviewed. Imagine yourself at a cocktail party and people are looking outside the window and they want to come in, right? It's engaging. So you don't want to talk like a robot, like you memorize what you want to say. And the more you do it, the better you are. And I tell our clients, if they've never been interviewed before, roll your phone and role play and just pretend you're being interviewed and then watch it back because you're going to catch things that you don't like, whether you're saying um too much or you're using your hands. I use my hands a lot. It's something I've been working on, but you'll see things and then have, you know, a person critique it. It's hard, but the more you watch yourself, the better you'll be. So it's, it's not fun to do, but it will help you. <laughs> oh, I'm so, so glad you brought up that word critique. Because I, I tend to have hard skin and like, like bulletproof skin when it comes to certain things, but the media, I get so like, if someone like drops a comment below on anything I do, that's kind of negative. I'm like, look, you know, I, I, you know, ah, and there I am. I'm like, ah, and it's like the ums <laughs> and ahs come out and the big and thing is work. Yeah. It's, it's totally okay. I think that we put so much pressure on ourselves to, to be perfect. Again, it's a conversation. And, and if you say some ums, you say some uhs, it's okay. It's, we, we don't have to be perfect. That's what, that's what I tell people. That is the truth. And know mm -hmm. your, you know what the great thing is a lot of people didn't realize. Like when I was doing Fox all the time and all the other media is I would send my talking points the night before or the prior yes. to that. So if you have a good interviewer, i.e. you have a great Allison that's interviewing you, you guys could build that rapport. You could build that conversation where it is authentic and you are hitting your talking points. Talking points are huge. And just being on both sides. So as a publicist, I'll send talking points to the producer or the booker. But me being on the other side, when we we rarely get talking points. It's crazy. And so when we do, it's great when we're prepping because a lot of these anchors – they don't have a lot of time to prep. The producers are overworked. So they're pulling stuff maybe from your website or they're pulling stuff from articles. But if you have talking points, it actually allows you to control more of the interview than before because you're giving them these nuggets. So they'll take them and be like, oh, all right. And they'll be like, so um, I see that sales have been up 35% since you did this, you know, this um, this giveaway for, you know, for vets, you know, so they're going to lead into those questions with the information that you give them. And so then, you know, all of that, and that's easy where you're not getting these like weird questions that you're not prepared for. Yeah. So the people out there, for the audience out there, if you, well, we're talking about talking points, we're talking about this. So let's say there's a major breaking news and this is where your expertise comes in. 
if you get a hold of the the bookers and the producers and everywhere and you have a good relationship with them, for me, for instance, I used to talk a lot about the border, a lot about Homeland Security. And if a news article came out, I would send a snapshot of that news article and then I'd write a bunch of bullet points that says, hey, this might be a good segment. And the bullet points that I sent are my talking points. And I base them on facts. I don't just pull shit out of my ass, excuse <laughs> my French, but I base them on the facts that I know and conversations I've had. And that's what the producers and bookers are looking for. They're looking to make their life easier and bring good content. Because in the end of the day, this is about good, good, great content. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. Especially, and that's what we do, you know, and, and we'll get vice versa. So if something happens, the number one thing that the producers and bookers are looking for is experts. Okay. So this happened, right? There was a school shooting. Okay. We now want to talk to, we want to talk to law enforcement, retired FBI. We want to talk to a bomb expert. We want to talk to, they, they just line up who they want to talk to when it, whatever that breaking news story is. So if you can talk about it, I mean, think about COVID. How many doctors have gotten on TV because of COVID? Pediatricians, doctors, emergency room physicians, nurses. So when there's things happening in your world that you see, take that, just like Jason said, and then pitch it with a couple of things of what you can add and what you can say. And like, this is gold to them. So like, great, we have this person, they can talk about it. They're adding a different angle to it. Let's get them. And be your own advocate. When, when we're talking about pitching stories like that, when I first started doing this, I actually, I found a major news anchor who was, who talked about the same story that really became my quote unquote claim to fame. And I, I contacted them directly. They actually called me on July 4th on their holiday and said, can you come on tomorrow? And I said, sure. And then boom, it, it started from there. I was doing uh, major news every week I was doing. And then I learned the other thing we're going to talk about in a little while is writing in mm -hmm. op-eds and becoming the expert. But yeah, be your own advocate. Because later on, what I did was I used LinkedIn. I went into LinkedIn. I said, hey, you know what? I kind of want to be on such and such station. And I type in the station and then I type in Booker. Yep. And a lot of people don't realize like, whoa, that's a secret. Like, no, they're right there. They say they're a booker, but don't just yeah. cold call them. You say, Hey, you know what? You guys are doing a story on this. I'd really, I think you'd be a, I'd be a great um, guest for you. And I would, I would LinkedIn or, you know, connect with them well ahead of time before I said, Hey, you know what? Here I am. Absolutely. LinkedIn's great. I love LinkedIn. And yeah, it's pretty, it's basic, right? You just type in booker or producer. I mean, and I think people are like, well, there's producers or bookers. You really want to reach out to the bookers. They're, they're the, the main people. But once you get that relationship with them, then, you know, now you're on a, like, you know, like you said, they're calling you or you get that relationship with the news anchor. The other thing too, and you know this, but if they call you and ask you to be on the show or to be quoted, Unless you are flying to Hawaii or having a baby or getting married, you should say yes, because the second you say no, they're going to move on to someone else. And you pretty much may have lost, unless you're like a contributor or you have a really, really good, um, good standing there, they're going to move on. So try and, and switch around your, your calendar and make it happen. You want to say yes as much as you can to them. And then usually it's last minute. They could call you now and say, can you come on the nine o'clock show? And that's just how it goes. <laughs> Hey, this episode brought to you by Health to the Rescue. It's cold season. It's winter. You know what that means. You're going to get sick. Or maybe you won't. Make sure you check out Health to the Rescue. They're selling some great vitamin D, all sorts of other vitamins, and they are made in the USA. So check out Health to the Rescue. You know, Health to the Rescue also donates 
$5 off every bottle sold to fight human trafficking. Is that not cool or what? Head to healthtotherescue.com. This show also brought to you by Faraday Defense. They have one of my favorite products back in stock. The new Stealth Black Faraday Dry Bag. It's a gear backpack, but it's more than that. What it is, it's a perfect for transporting or storing your sensitive, high-value electronics and keeping them secure from wireless signals and water. It's awesome. It's like a backpack. It is a backpack, but it's so cool, man. It's the best thing for travel. Check out FaradayDefense.com. They, uh, they wanted me in studio in New York from D.C., so they got me. And, you know, that's the thing, too, is like when you start doing the major news and we're going to go back to local in a minute. But when you start doing the major stuff, you'll get a free ride from home. They'll send you a car. They'll you bring you in there. Yeah, you'll do the makeup. See. It's nice, you know. Uh, but the thing is, it's like, yeah, we need you in New York tomorrow. Can you we'll put you on the train? I'm like, yeah, sure. Let's do it. But like you said, when you say no, they'll move on, they'll which move is on. fine. I mean, but you still have to you'll have to build that relationship with up again. Yeah. Major news is not the be all end all. And that's why I wanted to go back to the local aspect of this. Now you grew up in the local spectrum and your book kind of does go into your childhood. And like, you really wanted to be a news anchor, but you can get a lot of really good momentum at the local level, building your clip, building your reel, building your brand. So let's talk about local and pitching local. Yeah, local is great. And a lot of people just want local, right? They don't care about being on the national level. Maybe they have a restaurant locally, you know, in Boston, and they're like, whatever, we'll, we'll handle local. Uh, local is a great way to get started and build a relationship. So just like we were talking about pitching, uh, so local news likes to localize national stories. I'll go back to COVID, right? COVID hit. They're looking to talk to your local pediatricians, your local doctors. Um, anytime there's a national news story, right? So if a tax plan, you know, passes, they're going to want to talk to an accountant. If there's, you know, I'm sure they were probably covering like local climate change things, like anything that's happening on the national level, they like to talk locally to, to people. So that's always an opportunity, just like we were talking about, send an article or say, hey, I noticed that this is, you know, trending in the news. I can talk about how this will locally affect. You always want to bring it back to that hometown or that area, how this will affect your viewers, your readers, your listeners. Um, and they like, those feel good stories too. So if you just opened a new uh, restaurant or you're doing something for charity, weekends, they're slow. So any events you have like nonprofits, charity events, fun runs, those are always great. And, you know, also a lot of those morning shows, they have like that 10, 11 a.m. show. They love having chefs come in. So if you want to, I mean, we're talking about the holidays. You can talk about how to do, you know, unique holiday meal. Um, you know, if you are a bartender, some cool holiday drinks. If you are a fitness expert or, you know, how do you, you know, <laughs> keep the pounds off during the holiday season? So there's always ways that you can get into the local media. You just have to think uh, you know, think about what they're, what, what are people thinking about? And you always have to take yourself out of your little bubble and think about, think like a journalist. So the journalist is thinking, why would my readers and viewers care about what you're telling me and take the sales pitch out? You're not selling your company. You're not selling your business or your services. You're selling your, it's your story. It's how can you help people like get it? What's in it for me? So you have to think, you know, turn it around and, and think like the journalist. And think about it in, in a way as entertainment. What yeah. is going to grab someone's attention? Mm -hmm. It's not just, you know, when I'm writing and stuff, I used to, because I did the whole education thing, I used to write very technical and very 
matter of the fact, just like I'm writing, like when I do the law enforcement thing, writing reports, be entertaining. Yeah. One thing about being entertaining is a lot of times you want to go on social media and be very entertaining. You want to put memes up and you want to do some crazy stuff. And, but the thing is now, if you're building your brand, have separate accounts, you want to have your personal account and do your personal stuff. That's fine. But your brand needs to be on point and focus on it. Yeah, you're right. And your brand needs to, you know, be a little separate. Like you can have your personal account, but again, like if you're sharing certain things, you know, it depends where you want to stand on politics or certain, you know, if you really want, (laughs) you know, it depends. Some people are all about putting their, their thoughts and politics there and other people want to stay away from that. So it all depends on, on what you want and what media outlets you want to be on now. But you know, it is, it's so important to separate yourself and to build that brand because there's so much competition and noise out there that, you know, and you don't want to be, we always say like, dumb it down. We, you know, we'll get, like, I remember I we'd, um, I worked with an engineering firm and like, they're so smart and they'd send me this stuff. I'm like, I can't send this to the, the TV stations. I don't know what this is. You know, you have a 20 year old looking at this and think of, you know, the audience, like we need to, mm-hmm. we need to talk <laughs> like you're talking to a, a fourth grader. So don't get so technical and you do need to have a personality. And if that's not you, then stick to maybe print and not going on TV or have somebody else from your company, baby be the spokesperson because you do need to have that energy. And when you're on TV, your energy needs to be amplified because whatever the cameras do or something, when you think you're energetic and then you go watch it, you're like, I really wasn't that energetic. So you have to really like double it. If you drink caffeine, drink two caffeine beverages that morning. But yes, absolutely. Just like I change my voice when I go on podcasts. Like right now, I don't talk like this normally. You don't? No. Why, yes, I do, Allison. You know I do. I'm doing voiceover practice right now. But no, the thing is, is don't also have FOMO, fear of missing out. Mm -hmm. You brought up the energy. You brought up being on the news the story you may have the best pitch and the best story and someone might get there before you no problem build your expertise by doing the best thing you can right 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 you wrote that in your book and i love it because i use that all the time i'm like right 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 edit later but right write an op-ed op-eds are 400 400 to 800 words if you go to the major publications 1200 i'm writing one right now about human trafficking and yunkin um but one thing, what do we use op-eds for, Allison? What's the best thing to use an op-ed for when it comes to pitching? Oh, well, it's just your expertise. And yep. so when you're pitching, you can say, I recently wrote an op-ed for X, Y, and Z publication. And if you aren't there yet, like you're just starting and you can't get into you know, the Washington Times or Entrepreneur, you can start small. You can even just on your own website, yep. you can write on Medium. You can write on um Thrive Global, that's more of like a women's type of, but it's own, it's Ariana Huffington. So there's health, wellness, business, um, and you can just create, you can be, anybody can be a contributor. Um, so you, to start small, if you can't get there yet, but if you have articles out there that adds that credibility, and so when you're pitching yourself, the media will say, oh, they wrote an article, or oh, they were just on this podcast. So that like lends so much. I thought I shut these darn things off. I'm sorry. That's okay. And Allison, I'm going to leave in those dings because this is the the new and improved no edit protectors. Now, you know, everybody, here's a deal about when you do the other thing I wanted to talk about too is this. And you know what, Allison, that brings up a a dang good point is when you wrote, you write, go on podcasts because it is more of a conversation. 
Mm-hmm. And it's reality. This is the reality of life. Right now you're in your kitchen. I'm in my basement and we're having a conversation. If you are selling or pitching a product and you want people to really get invested in it, whoever the protector's audience is, now they're going to look at your book and go, hey, you know what? I thought about that. And now your audience becomes kind of mine. So like when I when I publicize this, then maybe you share with your friends and you build your network. It's little ripple effects like this. Podcasts, I think when I was selling my book, the I was on Fox News. The book was splashed all over the screen everywhere. And I did a podcast and you could see the sales were so much different between yeah. podcasts and major news networks. You don't oh, need gosh. the major news networks for you that. Know. And there are so many podcasts out there. I talk about that in the book, but podcasts, look, at it's they're, they're quickly becoming the number one um, way to get your message out. Everybody's listening to podcasts, they're listening in the car, on the train, you know, when they're at work, when they should be working, but <laughs> podcasts and they're conversational. And there's so, I mean, there's pretty much a podcast for every industry. Um, there, you know, you Google podcasts for, you know, woodworking, there's one and there's so many, and it's just a great, because now you're getting in front of people that are interested in the same thing that you're interested, or you may be writing about, or you're the expert in. So I, and they're great. There, there's so many out there. There's so many ways to get your brand out there and there's so many ways to build yourself up. I believe your book is going to be incredible for my audience, especially is because it is basically a blueprint. And for uh, the protectors, I got military, I got law enforcement, and now I have personal protectors, people who protect your family. But for the military people out there, this is like a five paragraph operations order where you're going to war, but your war is, you know, it's really, it's that, it's intense. It's, I shouldn't say it's intense. It's a short read, but it's concise. It puts out, I don't want to Google crap and try to put all these things together. Yeah, it's all in there. And, and the thing that I, the, the reason why I just really decided to write this book is because it's not just me telling you these things. I have all these guest experts. So I have uh, people who have used PR. I have uh, journalists. I've got, you know, producer from NBC. I've got a news anchor from Newsmax. We've got uh, publicists. I have branding experts. We have local news people, um, former general managers of TV stations. So a whole range of people sharing their expertise of, of what worked, what didn't, you know, how to create that uh, relationship with journalists to what happens when you're doing a live TV segment and you're bumped because there's breaking news. How do you handle that? Uh, so that's like my favorite part of the book because there's all these pro tips throughout, which we have makeup tips. I have a Maureen who does makeup. She was at Fox and she's at Newsmax and she's been She's done the most amazing makeup jobs for so many people. And she gives tells you what you should wear, what products you, you should get, what you should and shouldn't do if you're Zooming or if you're in studio. So there's there's so many great tips in there from, from all these contributors. I uh, the f- funny guys story. Guys have to wear makeup too. Guys have to wear makeup too. Oh, I know. I, I <laughs> If you go to my, my, my Facebook feed from about two years ago when I used to be on Weekly, and everybody, I dropped you in because I, I wanted to have my own brand, and my own brand is the protectors, and that's kind of why I don't do a lot of major news anymore. Mm-hmm. I do my weekly court TVs, and I do this. I, once in a while, I'll do some News Nation. I'll probably jump on a little Newsmax soon. Yeah, because- get you on. Listen, I honestly, like, the border is something that not many news outlets are covering, and we are all over it because it is just getting worse and worse. So oh, we can yeah. talk we'll talk about, about that. that, but yeah. But, but back to the, the original thing, 
Men's makeup, Allison. My favorite conversation is men's makeup. <laughs> I had to laugh because I get the first thing I did is I've had a beard for years. And the first time I'm going on like major news, I'm like, I got to shave. I shaved and I look like an Oompa Loompa because they put literally my, my makeup was so orange. Yeah. It looked horrible. Oh so the God. next time I went in, I'm like, can you tone it down? Can you use that shade? Can I look at your shades? And the next is so for forever on after that, I was always like makeup connoisseur, but you know, now I don't use makeup anymore because I don't do any of the major news is um, even when I did the news nation, it was no makeup. Was, they're like, you can, I'm like, eh, I'm good. No, I'm good. <laughs> I'm good. You know, yeah. do a little, I'll touch up the beard, you know, a little just touch up. And you know what? It's news people just roll with it. <laughs> it's going to put a few pounds on you, but yeah, it's uh, it's, I love it, man. It's, it's just fun. It's a fun it's, thing to do. It is. It is, is fun. And you know, the best people are the people behind the scenes, all the producers and everybody yes. who makes it happen. They are like the directors, the, the cameramen and women, they are, they're the ones who do the hard work and I don't think they get enough credit, but they are the, they're amazing. Yeah. And when you get it down, like when I do core TV, I literally, I, it's like, I can hop on three minutes ahead of time. And they're like, they do all the sound checks, everything with the same people all the time. It's just so yeah. easy. It's just like, okay, let's do it. Let's talk. Yeah. But, uh, I love it. Allison, so you want the other thing about your book too, and this is one thing I don't know if you're going to, I didn't see you touch on it in the book is giving speeches. Cause now that you have a book and you're a bona fide author and you have this media presence, everybody write yourself a book and may, you don't have to write a, you know, a 7,000 page novel, write a book uh, because now you can go on to speaking engagements and teaching people how to do this in person. That's the goal. Uh, that that is the goal. And you know, prior to COVID, I was doing some some speaking, and then I did some you know online speaking during COVID. But now that this book is out, that is the goal to go out and just help companies and people learn how to do this on their own, even if it's just you know. I and the same thing with sales. Like it, PR is all about storytelling, right? PR, marketing, sales—it's all the same thing. It's just different ways to get your message out and your story. And I think we need to take the word sales out of it because as businesses, we're so focused on selling, selling, selling. And that is the one thing we should not be doing at all. We need to be telling stories because that's what people remember us by. Absolutely. Stories. You could, I could try to sell you something all day long, but I'm not going to remember. It's yeah. your story that's going to mm -hmm. remember. Well, the book is Breaking the News, Build Buzz for Your Brand by Allison Maloney. <laughs> I love yeah. it. I'm so happy you read it. I did. I love it. And I'm going to probably, I, I bookmark things. So I'm going to go back and I'm going to start using these things because I've become very brand focused because I'm my retirement's in about 14 months and I really want to, I want to be the host of the protectors and I want to get my own gig and I want to, I love talking, you know that. You can do it. Absolutely. That's so awesome. where, where, besides watching you on major news, where else can we find you? I'm on social media. So you can find me on LinkedIn, Twitter, Instagram. It's all Allison Maloney, one uh, L. I'm on Facebook. Where else am I? I am on TikTok. I don't really have any good TikToks. <laughs> My kids have told me, like, mom, you cannot just, just don't even do any TikToks. And they'll laugh. Like, you got five views. I'm like, I know. I'm just trying. I just have to be on Oh, here. my gosh. I, believe me. I You know what I've got the most views on TikTok from? I used to put in 80s videos. Oh. Like, I would come in. I would, like, make, I would find, like, a video of, like, an old 80s movie and put it on there, little clips. And I was getting like 20,000 views. Now I'm like, awesome. like I, I don't have time for TikTok. I, I, I just don't. It is, it is time consuming. 
Yes. And Allison, are you still doing PR stuff? I am. I still have clients. We're still doing PR. We've, I moved, a, I mean, I, we still maintain, you know, monthly relationships, but I'm trying to move more into the training and the consulting for businesses that want to do it themselves. So we'll go in, we'll meet with them for a couple of days. We come up with a plan. We give them everything they need to know how to do it themselves. And then they can call us on a monthly basis and we'll guide them. But, you know, when you not, when you work with a firm, it's great, but it's very expensive. So I'm trying to just move and teach people and guide them and then they can do it themselves. And then they have this forever, right? You work with a PR firm and we have all the secrets, right? We have the relationships, we have the pitches, like that's our, our job. We're not going to like hand over all of our contacts, but mm -hmm. if you do it yourself, now you're establishing contacts with journalists. So it works, it works well for companies. So that's what we're you doing. Know, seriously, everybody out there, pick this book up, follow Allison. She's very, very easygoing and, and approachable if you have any questions like that. And I really appreciate you coming on the show. Thank you. And now I have no light in my kitchen. <laughs> it's gone dark. 